So, good morning, everybody. Let's practice today with all of our threads. I just want to pick up the theme of soul making and then weave that into a guided meditation with regard to our body. So if soul making is a way or ways of participating and relating with experience that opens and fertilizes and expands the range of ways of knowing and ways of seeing to make more soul, to make more soulfulness, to bring more beauty, more meaningfulness, more senses of sacredness. Where does this happen? It happens here, in and through and as this locatedness that you are, as body, through body, with body, in senses, through senses, with senses. Inner and outer. So let's not limit our eros as we get the desire and the love of the holy fire, so to speak, ignited, supported by logos, supported by understanding what might limit that, supported by practices that kind of support us to want what we want with skill, with dexterity, with wisdom. Let's not limit the eros. And where the eros might want to go and might want to extend and might might want to know as his lover, might want to know as psyche. Don't limit what might become otherness for us. What might become the two the other in that partnership, where in that dynamic and polarity, the eros can ignite and be more inflamed. Don't limit what might be your partner in participation for eros, who wants to go deeper, know more of, connect more with, open more to, penetrate further, inseminate, see more of, have more connection with. So today, let's consider, and some of you may have this very established, but let's even open the doors further to the possibility of your body as potential partner to you. Without me having to explain, well, which bit am I in? Right? Let's open that. We can say more about that later. But as Tunis, Eros will make more Tunis, will make more otherness. Okay. So take a moment now, and I'll guide us in in a little while with a, a lying down meditation. But for now, sit up and imagine into this possibility. So your body, 
Are there any ways of conceiving your body that might be limiting your body as partner, as partnership, as the two-ness, as the beloved other in your participation with your mindfulness and your eros? And like any good lover, we know that if we limit the idea of the other, if we think we know who they are, what they are, what they can offer, isn't it true that the eros starts to kind of drain away? Once we've got them, and that's why it's so good in the beginning, <laughs> before we think we've got them nailed, right? And then the eros can drain away because somehow the conception and the perception of the other has been limited. Are there ways we do that with our body? Yes, probably very many. Like any good lover, we might realize that the way I attend as Eros to my beloved, the way I gaze upon him, her, them, the way I engage with and relate to is completely woven into how much that one will open and reveal their mystery, their beauty, their dimensionality, their depth, their beyondness that I haven't yet touched or penetrated. So my gaze, my posture, my way of relating to a potential beloved other needs some things, needs some consideration. We want to look at our skillful nuance of this navigating, of this balance of being active. Yes, I'm active here. I want to know, I want to go deeper into, I want to find out more about this other. And we know that if that activity is too unattuned, the dynamic closes down. Yes, I want to be receptive and open to be impacted and available for the other. And yes, I know if that receptivity becomes its own extreme value, I lose vibrancy, tone, precision. So balancing today these dials of being active with our engagement, our relating to this otherness, whatever otherness is we engage with, active and receptive and attuned, so fine-tuned, this mysterious dance, this weave, this, this improvised duet between Eros and Psyche. Let's not limit what might become image to us, what might reveal themselves as soul to us. And we're not pretending that when we engage with body and being a human body isn't at times painful, unpleasant, difficult, etc. We're not ignoring that realm. That realm is included. We're not suddenly bypassing the you know, the pain, but we're not wanting either to reduce um, all of our attention <clears throat> as if that's the sole purpose of handling our discomfort as we work. So we'll include that realm, absolutely. But that too, what could that be, as we explored yesterday in, I think, someone in the Q&A, to open to that too, 
We know already from practice, don't we, that we open to pain with more possible ways of seeing and more can open up. We know that already. Let's not even limit that. Let's see where that can go. Um, One more thing. And remember that as we engage with body directly as possible um, other, that the way the soma um, initially reveals themselves, typically, is as sensation, as energy and energy body. And both sensation and energy and energy body are not initially as self-declarative as thought, as image, even visual image, let's say, we're not, I'm if you say visual representation that has sort of chiseled lines at times or, you know, you can sort of see it. It's a slower read, R-E-A-D. Might also be a slower read, R-E-E-D. It's a slower read. It's, I would say, a, a... It's another kind of tuning that we want to include. You could say that it takes us deeper into the underworld, the underbelly, the more um, gravitational pull of the earth. And gravity here not as a hindrance to our aspiration, but gravity perhaps, as someone wisely put, that pull of ourself to the to the ground as a reflection perhaps of the desire of the earth for herself of our body's yearning for knowing her complete participation as earth through earth with earth and that perhaps our eros for human others could be seen today at least to try on as a reflection, an echo of that perennial, timeless yearning of body for itself, of body with earth, of earth in gravity drawing us back to her. As we practice this posture and gaze of Eros with Psyche, come with an attitude of the way your body might be available to being gazed upon. What might that be? What kind of lover would open? body today, a lover that is humble, devoted, desiring, strong, forceful, tender, dance this improvised duet today. So let's practice this. So I'm going to invite you in a moment, and we'll have to do this collectively with a a mindfulness of the whole body of the room here. <laughs> Andrea, that's what I'm going to say. So, but as I give this instruction, see if you can stay really close to your own 
hips, your own body, your own energy body. Um, we're going to, uh, you're going to, I'm going to invite you, you don't have to do this, but invite you to find a place in the hall where you can lay down. And I'm going to show you the posture that I recommend that you take when you lie down. What we will need to do collectively for this is not just lie down where you want, well, uh, you know, at r random angles, because there might not be room for everyone. Right? So as we lay down, we'll have a kind of sense of the whole body of the room. And maybe we need to be a little um, geometric and tessellated. Well, tessellated. Right? The shapes fitting into each other. Okay. And when you lie, um, have maybe one cushion under your back of your skull, on your back. And with the knees up and touching, so that, I wonder if I can demonstrate standing up. <laughs> Probably not. Let's see. So as you lie down, can you see? Okay. It, I, I've explained this verbally to people and they don't get it, so that's why I'm demonstrating. If I lie down here like this, oh, I'll have my knees together and my feet apart a little bit, and that puts less, I have to work less that way, right? The knees are balancing and my feet are at a triangle wider at the bottom. Okay. And take a blanket. The idea is to stay awake, of course, and I might take the liberty of jiggling your foot if you start snoring. Um, if you don't want that, then um, stay awake. <laughs> stay awake. Um, and take maybe, um, if you've got something, at some point we might cover the eyes a little bit just so that we can descend into our body a little more with less light. And so with your hands, you can um, maybe have your elbows so that they're really um, supported by the ground, but you can have your hands on your belly, maybe one over the other, or if it's more comfortable to have them beside you, then do. <clears throat> so that knee thing, with my experience of doing this, if you just hold the legs up, you'll start to have to hold too much in the hips and the groin area. If you have the knees as the apex of the triangle <clears throat> and the, the feet can be the um, base of the triangle, get the triangle as a supportive structure if you get the right angles on it. So find that, take your time to find that triangle. And just check that you're not having to hold too much in the groin area to keep your legs up. Make the intention to stay awake. If you want to cover your eyes and know that you can stay awake to do that, just to reduce the light for now as we descend into the soma. Then do so. Can be can be nice.
We're going to begin with a little bit of belly breathing to really have our wakefulness and some energy to support this practice. So breathing up through the ground into your belly. And breathing out with a ha. do that again. Hold the in-breath when you breathe in from the belly, breathing, filling the belly. And let the sound come with a ha. And one more of those, breathing in with the belly. One more sound, sometimes a syllable like a with a can also support the belly. Check it out just to support the fire. Breathing with the belly. And imagining below the belly button could breathe out with a Begin step one, welcome your body and find out the way this happens right now, how to welcome this body as potential guest with you as host, gracious host, this body coming to your door as an alive, breathing, dense, fluid presence. Take a moment to welcome your body. Even if your guest has places that are tight or painful, or forlorn, still welcome your guest. That might be verbally, that might be in the way you're attending. Letting your guest breathe. Letting your guest take their space, take it their space at the table, filling out the energy body. Really stepping over the threshold. Step two, 
taking a moment to clear if there's any, like any good relationship that keeps fluid and open and clear anything between you and your body that might be in the way of soul making. Any past ways of looking, any past ways of gazing upon or relating to your body or any other bodies that may have limited soul and soul making. The ways we may have gazed upon body and bodies to get something for me. to gratify me, or ways we may have looked upon our body or bodies as inert or dumb or something we drag around to fulfill our other more lofty aims. And if it's appropriate, just acknowledging that without making ourselves wrong or bad, just asking for forgiveness the ways I may have gazed upon you that have not been soulful. I ask now for your forgiveness. For the ways I may not have seen you as intelligent and sensitive, a subject in your own right, a doorway and an expression of a range of sacrednesses that I am only just intuiting. Step three. Take a little longer with step two if you need. Breathing. Psyche is usually available. <coughs> when we are open to new ways of seeing. Step three. Ask your body to work with you today. Please be my partner today. Please work with me today. Let this request find its own way of being expressed by you. How will you ask your body to be your partner today? And as you sincerely ask that, notice what happens 
in your perception of body. When I ask with reverence or with devotion or with humility or just curiosity or any way that you ask, what happens? What happens in that felt, sensuous field of energy, of vibration? So that we don't also limit Soma to only sensation and energy. If she wants to reveal through image in any form whatsoever. Are you available to really see your guest in a new way? Stay awake in this fluid conversation. Might be a silent conversation. Might have words. But you'll tune, tune your dials so that it's alive. It's awake, it's vibrant, it's intelligent. It's a dyad. There's a tuners here. We can tell when the field between two flattens and collapses, we lose resonance. The vibrancy goes, the spectrum and the range of perception shrinks. Find out how you can come back into this dyad in a way that opens the range of perception. Step four. Take a moment to find your own loving, desiring curiosity. What are you curious about in this relationship right now? I mean, maybe you're not curious yet. But if not, consider, have you already got the body down? Do you already think you know? The range of sacredness is the range of soul that's possible to know here. Finding your own desiring, loving curiosity. What do you want to know? And it may not come as words, it might, but feel that spark of, yeah, when we meet the otherness that we want to know. I'll offer some possibilities, but let it be your own. These are some f possible flavors. 
Do you want more contact? Do you want to open more into, to penetrate further? Do you want to discover more? Then you might ask something like, Show me a way that you like to be seen, touched, known. Show me a way I might love you right now with my attention, with my gaze, with my felt knowing. Is there something you would like me to know about you? How can I serve you? And remember that the body's response may have a rhythm and pace that is also teaching you how to have a poise that is not too pushy nor too lax. Stay intimate in this conversation. And as you tune to your own loving, desiring curiosity, what's the effect of that kind of attention to the whole field of your body? To your feet, to your hips, to your arms, your energy body, the space, How does she respond to your desiring curiosity? And if I can't identify the beautiful sounds of the sleeping soma, then we can include that. Step five. deeper into the whole field of your body, come into like delve deeper, come down deeper into this what can be made the underworld of our body. Sense, take a moment to sense your back line, 
as it touches the floor. Take some time to really establish that contact as you breathe in and out through the spine to the floor. Take a moment to sense the back of your skull on the cushion or the mat, the carpet. Sense the pads of your feet as they make contact with the carpet. Breathing, sensing, opening the energy body and as you do, diving deeper, deeper down into the body. How is it known to you right now? As space, as energy, as sensation, as image, visual. Vibrancy as how are you knowing it right now? And as you dive deeper down into the body, this instrument of perception of multiple perceptions, as you dive deeper down into this instrument of the body of multiple perceptions, ask, if you like, the questions you might ask of an intrapsychic image to help you ascertain and see. Is this whole field of what I'm calling body right now, do I intuit or see that this is unfathomable? That there is more here than I currently know? That perhaps there is no end? Do I intuit that? Maybe I can ask, is this body, is it they, he, she, their own intelligent, autonomous, subjective sensitivity? Are you your own? Might I see from my gaze that there are more dimensions here than I can currently see? I might even ask, is this sacred? Are you sacred?
take some a few minutes with whatever way this inquiry is bearing fruit for you. Your ways of seeing and knowing. that potentize the dyad, that potentize the two-ness. Stay awake, tune your focus, active, receptive, navigating this dynamic as you sense the sensing, pulsing, breathing, vibrant, spacious, imaginal body. Finding the posture of participation. A gaze. That does not limit what she sees.
find out how you can dance together through your direct experience. Improvise the duet. Keep listening, tuning, finding where you delight in, finding out what you create together. moment by moment. Letting your body speak back to you through image, through energetics, in any way he wants. Listen. And if how the body is speaking to you right now is through a more classical intrapsychic image, let that happen. While you keep sensing the energy body.
And then in a few minutes' time, we'll be drawing this particular dyad in this particular shape and form to a close. So take a moment to ask your body right now, is there anything more about this? Is there anything more about this? What you're saying right now? And if there is more and it continues to unfold right now, let your body know that you'll come back to this. And then the final step to thank your body for working with you today, for engaging in partnership, and whisper silently or in, I mean in conversation or in silence, your parting words or your parting gaze to this otherness, this friend, this lover. Expressing your intention to return. And then when it's complete enough for now, respectfully and slowly turn to your side. Don't, don't jump up too fast. And return to your seat. And as you take your seat, maybe keep your eyes closed for a, another minute or so.
and keep tending for a moment to any of the um, resonances in your body, in your energy body. Guarding and tending your holy fire of your awake desiring a loving spark, your desire to know more. in a moment we'll go out to walking meditation or continue sitting. But just as we go there, just see what it's like right now to imagine again that metaphor of the holy fire guarding, the guarding your sense doors might be guarding this intelligent aliveness so that when we open our outer senses this morning, our hearing, our seeing, our tasting, our touching, our smelling, that our holy fire does not have to run, run out and make worlds that only spin us in a pinball machine. but might be tended and guarded in such a way that worlds can be made, dyads can be made, othernesses can be known, that make worlds of self and other that are soul-making worlds, that bring more meaningfulness, beauty, and speak to us of a range of dimensions that draw us, that keep exceeding our grasp and excite perhaps our eros. silent conversation between your body and the landscape, your body and the earth, your body and the trees, your body and the space that we can often do a disservice to by thinking that too is inert and lifeless. Don't limit the logos of what this is, this participation. So as you walk, what is it to walk in a poise that is participatory? Participating, yes, in contact 
and participating in perception and the types and the range and the possible perceptions that are available when our soul-making dynamic, when the eros is allowed to desire and love to go further towards that which exceeds his grasp, but that excites her, excites them to know more. <coughs> so as you walk today, let your whole organism be sensual, intelligent, sensual, awake. Perhaps our sensuality can be restored in more ways than we even know to sacredness. Not just that my sense organs are like little holes where I can see things clearly through. Don't limit it to that. That soon limits and flattens. We inevitably participate in perception. We are weaving worlds. Maybe they can be soul-making worlds. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.